Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Cardinal Cast. This is the Struggle Bus, and I'm your Struggle Bus Captain, Lonnie Watson, school counselor, here with my co-pilot of the Struggle Plane, Mr. Jerry Mack. It is definitely Struggle Bus We're today struggling. when it comes to technology here. Had a little mic issue, and by little I mean uh, no like, sound, again. There's four microphones sitting here in front of us as we speak. So. Can't get one of them to play any yeah. sound. So hopefully, hopefully you're picking this up. We've got Instagram over here. Facebook, I think, is up here, and right here we have our uh, Shannon High YouTube channel. Um, so hopefully there's volume somewhere. somewhere. We're just helping somewhere. We don't know if there's volume. <laughs> we're just helping. Mm-hmm. One of these three has some volume. So we're a little bit late on the uptake today. Thank you for joining us. Um, to, I want to talk about money today. Is that weird that I want to talk about money? The school counselor, scholarships. Uh, I see the line in front of your office yeah. right now doing FAFSA that's, appointments too. So That's what we're here um, to talk it, about. It doesn't surprise me that today's topic is money. Money matters. How to pay for college, paying for college, things to think about with paying for college. So, so yeah, we're going to talk about all things college and that big daunting dollar sign that comes with it. Exactly. And like I said, uh, uh, Andrew is here today with Education Quest. Yep. I think he was here yesterday too doing appointments. But um, and let's FAFSA, talk about how amazing dollars. He is. Oh yes. my goodness! This is one of those topics that, as a parent, I'll just be honest. I've been through it a couple of times with with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels overwhelming on the front end. Yeah. Whether it ends up being that, I, I would say it actually gets easier. It's not as bad as you think. But the front end of this topic as a parent is, is it, it's a spooky. It's a real deal. It's it public school is free. You, you've had it, mm-hmm. you know, in pros and cons of public school, but it's free, you know. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden it's it's student loans and, and mm-hmm. student debt. And, and it's in the news nonstop, too, with, nonstop. with student debts on the rise. So I wanted to give a shout out to my main man, Andrew, who's in my office today doing FAFSAs and all the parents who are coming in and out. Um, It's not one of those fun things to get ready for college, but it's necessary. The FAFSA is the federal uh, free, oh God, I'm going to botch this now, federal aid free application for student aid. Got it. I did Ding. Have it. Struggle bus over. Free <laughs> <laughs> application for federal student aid. Um, if you are planning on going to college, you have to do it. Yay, mm-hmm. you get to. And congr- every year. And congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> you, every kid who fills it out and every parent, you win alone if you want to take it. Exactly. So, so yeah, that's what parents are doing in my office today. We help them. Um, we have somebody come in, and it's kind of like an, your personal accountant. Come in, walk you through the process. Mm-hmm. You bring your taxes in. I skedaddle out of that room, um, so you get a private conversation with him, and he basically walks you through it and does it with you and for you. So. What's the average time that he spends with parents for, for each student? I'd say about 20 minutes. That's what I thought, too. Yep. It's it's amazing how fast. It's fast. Yeah, yeah. With, with assistance, you can... Yep. Set up the appointment and get this done versus sitting at home with your own taxes in front of you. Yep. Trying to figure out the pin. Right. You know, I spend 20 minutes trying to figure out how to log in. That's always the hardest. So, what's what's my pin? What's my password? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank goodness for like the forgot password links it, on sites nowadays. Yeah. I would not I would not function. Well, yeah. And the whole changing passwords every way too often. Let's just put it that way. I don't way. even know what my username is for those things. Is there a forgot username? Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. Yes, then I will sign I'm up. I'm sucking on cough drops right now, trying to kind of get through this, been fighting this, whatever, the head cold stuff going around. So That's right. I will carry in case you hear me crunching. Struggle. 
more, we're, more struggle bus. we're crashing at an enormous rate <laughs> this week in our podcast. Hey, super important topic. Um, I also want to talk uh, and give a shout out to Heather Berry, who last night helped mm-hmm. me run a program. And that program's called Transition to College. And we focused all on budgeting last night. And so that's why I wanted to talk about it today because okay. we got to sit with parents and their students who talked together and they made a college budget. Now, they don't know exactly if that's, they don't even know what school they're going to yet. Right. But they anticipated things I might need, things I might want, and they did it together. And it was really powerful. Who attends those? Is it upperclassmen or just seniors? It is juniors and seniors. Juniors and seniors. Yep. Anyone is welcome to attend. Uh, And we have one more this fall. It's October 21st, so not this coming up Monday, but the following. Um, It's been really fun. So we played some games last night. We ate some food. We talked about budgeting for college. And I tell you what, there was one student who budgeted under her parents. That was amazing. I gave her a piece of chocolate. Most of the kids wanted more. Wants and needs. So Yeah. It ends, it ends up being more, I yeah. think. So here's the first thing I want to talk about. The FAFSA, just for anyone out there in the internet world, um, it used to be a lot more optional than I feel like it is now. Okay. So the FAFSA pairs you immediately with any government aid that's given um, or any loans that you want to take out. Mm-hmm. And so I have had a lot of kickback from parents, and I think this is how it used to be. Well, if you didn't qualify for aid, you didn't have to do the FAFSA. There was really no point to it if you didn't want to take out of student loans. But now, private scholarships are tying themselves to some FAFSA numbers. Now, they're not saying you have to always have a certain number, but they're saying, we want to see your FAFSA before you're eligible for this private scholarship. Isn't that kind of interesting? So private schools are kind of on board with the whole FAFSA Mm -hmm. thing as well. They are. Hey, why are you talking about that? Are the two-year schools? Do you do FAFSA yes, for that as FAFSA well? FAFSA for two-year schools okay. as well. So like yep. community colleges and yep. tech schools? Yep. So, and, and even if you don't qualify for what's called a Pell Grant, which that's the one we all... That's what I went to college on. That's the big one. It's about $6,000 a year. Um, if you don't qualify for the Pell Grant, you still might sneak in a grant somewhere. Right. There's a there's one called like the Nebraska Opportunity Grant yeah. that always sneaks in. Not always, but sometimes okay. sneaks in, even if you think you make too much money. And there's a big difference between the word grant versus scholarship big difference yep both of them you don't have to pay back though which is beautiful that's good we like them both that loan word or loan yeah I that's say. <laughs> grant, grant loan yes huge grant difference. scholarship we see them and i'm cheering them on okay. grants we don't have to pay back yeah. they're the ones that just kind of we can't anticipate them but they right. sometimes it's just free money that that because of where you fell on the income level and i'll tell you what and this is good for the internet internet world to know like what means low income at one school and what means low income at another school could be very different. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. So okay. for an example, Stanford's low income, I think what they were last year saying anyone is low income was like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars and lower was oh, low. Really? Yeah. So you could be low income for a much That's a- it's super scary. Right? <laughs> it scares me what their tuition is then. Yes, exactly. Um, but some of those you can sneak in where they'll match your need because you are low income based on their okay. criteria and not maybe Nebraska's or okay. the federal criteria. So. so the Pell Grant is still around though, right? Still around. Yep. The Pell Grant was the one, you know, I know when you and I talked mm-hmm. about how we grew up mm-hmm. similar, yeah. um, low income, the free and reduced kid, you know, all the way through um, K through 12. Uh, the Pell Grant has put a lot of people through college. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of payback, um, just the society of, mm-hmm. of, of that Pell Grant. I really appreciate that one. I, I do and I, I say that because I'm a yeah. product of it. 
I, I no one in my family had gone to college and we couldn't have afforded to. Yep. Pell Grant really helps out. So. It really helps and out. And you don't get that information unless you do FAFSA now. And every year I have kids who would qualify for the Pell Grant, don't do the FAFSA for whatever reason. Right. They don't. They couldn't get their parents' tax information. They didn't come in. They didn't make an appointment. I mean, it's not something you, you can do without right. the parents. Right. And every year I have people, you know, that's just <clears throat> money to <throat> be lost out there, or money to be had. So, okay. so, yeah, that's what we're doing in the office today. And, I mean, money... It does matter when you go to college, right? I hate to say that it's like this mm -hmm. big thing, but you and it, I, we're like, you talk about like, you know, we know what it's like uh -huh. to eat an egg sandwich for dinner or just to get by yeah. or whatnot. It's like, I mean, like practicality in this choice, it matters. Absolutely. It it's, absolutely matters. It's reality. It is. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you have to make decisions. Families have to make decisions mm -hmm. based on this. And, and if, if you don't have the money to cover the expenses, you know, FAFSA is going to show you how much you have to put up, right? Mm -hmm. How much you can get for grants and scholarships, but then the, kind of the remaining gap, and that's that's for families to do planning. And I'm just not, and I'll just say this, I'm not that convinced in my six years of being a school counselor that the, the education you pay for with $100,000 and the education right. you pay for for $20,000 or $15,000 is really that much different. Exactly. I'm just not, no one's convinced me of that yet completely. Um, I think you can get a high-level education with scholarships, grants, loans, all those things. Um, for I think getting your education for the most reasonable cost is pretty important. It's pretty high on my list. Well, and and I know, and I'm sure you're going to visit about it, but you know we have students that will get a lot of scholarships for across the street. Shatter State College is mm -hmm. is really hooked up uh, mm -hmm. our students, the students in this region. That's who they serve. So we've had a lot of students that want to go to a professional school, say be a doctor or an engineer or something like mm -hmm. that. It just makes sense for them financially to take scholarships, mm -hmm. attend CSE maybe for the full four years, mm -hmm. um, and then transfer to a, a professional school. So Can that's that's yeah. all the money there's, matters. There's not a lot of money for going to grad school. You right. want to go to law school. You want to go to med school. You want to get a master's in counseling. That's great. I want you to do all those things. I want everyone to do all those things if they want to. There's not a ton of scholarships when you get into the point where you're in your mid twenties right. and going back to school. So keep your undergraduate so as low as loans possible. and costs as low as you can. So I think so. money matters. Money's yeah. money matters. So um, how do you pay for college? We talked to you. You can take out loans, <laughs> FAFSA, and grants. Those are those are options. Um, we apply for scholarship. I want to talk a little bit about these loans, though. I want to make sure students and parents understand you can only take out so much that first year of school. So a really good example I like to use is my hometown school because I'm obsessed with Spearfish and Black Hill okay. State. Uh, but our kids, they just recently dropped it to in-state tuition. It's still a lot more expensive than right. some of our local schools. Our kiddos sometimes cannot make that money just by taking loans. So if there's not a big pile of money for me to go to school mm -hmm. with, sitting off to the side, if I'm going to school on my own accord, and there's tons of parents in our community. This I love our community. We're like bootstrap community. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know what? I could give my kid like a pretty good chunk of money, but I think they're going to have more investment in their education if they pay for it themselves. I, I'd say the majority of our parents are like, all right, kids, let's figure out this. I love it. This parent was that way. I love it. Yeah. I love that. And I'm not saying it's right, right or, or wrong. wrong. I don't no. know. But. I, um, I love that we're teaching our kids about money at a younger age. Right. Um, and 
And uh, depending on what school they want to go to, they make, you know, different choices mm-hmm. along and on aid and, and not. But here's the thing. Every year I have a kid that comes to my house or calls me into the office or or emails me and says, will you meet with me in June? And what they want to talk about is they only get $6,000 that first year in loans. They got this amount in scholarship. Right. But room and board and tuition cost fourteen. So there's right. that. There's all of a sudden this like $5,000 to $6,000 gap. And I have to tell that kid, you go to school in August and you have to pay that money. Right. You know, some some schools have payment plans. Some parents are willing to pay it. Um, Some parents are willing to take out a Parent PLUS loan. Um, It's just tough, man. If you don't have that gap, then have a backup reasonable school in place. Agreed, agreed. And that's a real conversation that mm-hmm. families I know have had. Um, it's it's the kind of conversation that determines where you go to school. It does. Yeah, absolutely. And on that same accord, there's some reach schools. Like I use Stanford as an example. We've had Harvard, Brown, Swarthmore. We've had all these amazing Ivy League schools um, on the list. They'll sometimes match need that you didn't know they would. Right. You know, their sticker price or Creighton, for example, sticker price Hastings is high. And then all of a sudden you put your name in there and you apply for some scholarships and you don't know they might match that need. So right. it'll surprise you. That's the thing I think I, I learned about uh just being in the role of principal and we had mm-hmm. students applying for some of these um, private schools or the the ivy league schools if that school wants you the price tag is variable mm-hmm. um, and we noticed that in state even with you know some of these private schools um, if, if if a college wants you for your mm-hmm. talents or demographics or whatever yep. they can make it affordable to you so that's why I know you've talked about this with students. That's why you have to apply to multiple schools mm-hmm. so that you can have those discussions and then and then make your choices, the money matters talk, based on the price tag of the schools after you've made the Absolutely. application, right? Absolutely. I think we're so spoiled, too, in Nebraska. We have, everywhere I go, if I get a chance to go to these bigger-level conferences, they talk about Nebraska schools and college affordability. Right. Shattern State, Wayne State, and Peru State oh. constantly rank on the nation's top list for right. most affordable four-year schools. It. It's crazy. Yeah. But, and I even think, um, I even think Kearney and Lincoln rival in there for some of the most affordable state schools that you can go to. Right. And I believe that. And in fact, I know Shattern State and, and uh, well, I don't know, maybe it's the Nebraska colleges just redid their kind of their vision and, and some of their uh, goals. And it's it's to serve this region, the mm-hmm. students in this region, so that you know they're going to be competitive yep. because they're, they're trying to make a uh, affordable education for students of this region. Mm-hmm. And we're big on four-year college isn't for everyone you guys and don't feel like we're ever pressuring your kid or students you we talk to you guys all the time you're probably like okay mrs watson hush we hear it Mm -hmm. enough but i don't know you and i we got to travel to some two-year schools i'm getting big on the two-year school track it's a good option if i had it to do over now i end up going in education so that means Mm -hmm. if you're in education engineering Mm -hmm. legal or like to be a lawyer um or medicine, mm-hmm. those are the big four, then you, your decision's almost easier because you have to go four-year. It's tracked for you. Yeah, yeah. So whether you start with a two-year, yep. then go. But you know you have to at least go four-year yeah. for sure. But um, but the high-salary jobs, the high-demand jobs right now, data just shows they're not they're, – they're technical skills. Mm-hmm. And you learn technical skills at the two-year schools, at the mm-hmm. tech colleges, and those kids are getting out in 20 months and making more money than the kids who invest four and five years – to get a master's degree so they're 
money matters, but mm-hmm. there, there is a need, you know, based on your skills and interests too, as far as the field that you're going Absolutely. into. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a good option. And even if, yeah. you know, even if that gap or the money just, it's not working out, a two-year school, a WNCC or a right. Southeast, we have kids just thriving. Or we sent a bunch of kids last year to Northeast, right. and they are loving it up there. You got some more going, too, it yeah, like. yeah, yeah, and they're doing all the things, music, theater, basketball. I mean, all yeah. the things that you can do at a four-year school, they're doing at these two-year schools. Mm-hmm. It's our generation that has the stigma about right. it. Right, yeah. It's, it's the parents uh, that have a hard time with the two versus the four sometimes for mm-hmm. what we anticipated for our kids. Uh, but I think it's a great option. And, and just the conversation of why are you going to school? Uh-huh. Because I, students and parents both have this stigma of mm-hmm. you go to college because you're supposed to. Yep. And it's not, you know, it's ne- it needs to be tied to earnings. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, because I know you're going to talk about, we talked about student debt mm-hmm. and loans. Yep, that's what we talked about last A student last loan that allowed you to get a degree that allows you to apply for specialized jobs that might pay you very well are, are good loans to have. Mm-hmm. Um, how to minimize that dollar figure is, is important, but um, there's still good debt. I understand that. Um, but the idea of getting out, being done in two years, having actual skills that you know how to do versus just a piece of paper that says you have yes. a diploma um, makes you so much more employable in, in these high, yeah. high demand fields. And when, when fields are high demand, that means high, high wage. High wage. Yeah, yep. they go together. And there's a really cool site. Um, that's if anyone wants to search on it, it's H3 Nebraska mm-hmm. or just Google H3 Nebraska, high demand, um, high need or high demand is high need, high wage. And they keep the top running. It's really interesting to look at. They right. keep the top running jobs in Nebraska. And right now, if you get on there, you're going to see nurses are always like right. in the top. Truck drivers. Truck drivers are, are always in the top. Yeah. Um, electricians <laughs> and plumbers. And yeah. I, I think trades, construction workers yeah. are all really needed right now. Um, you got to want to do that, though. Right. You can't just do it for the money, Absolutely. welding, those kind of things. You can't do anything just they for said, the money. I, but. You know, I was, I was on that website. It's mm-hmm. been a little while, but truck driving, the median wage or it was something like $55,000 a yeah. year. Yeah. That's a lot more than you'd make as a teacher mm-hmm. for a number of years, even being a veteran teacher. So, mm-hmm. uh, there again, that's a, a lifestyle of on yep. the road. You know, you those bet. things come into play, I realize. But, my goodness, I mean, that's the, that's the kind of stuff I think parents need to spend some time looking Doing their own searching. Absolutely. Yeah, as far as uh, employable, uh, employable fields out there. And I'll, I'll just tell my story real quick. Um, you already know it, Lonnie, but I have children, and my children have four college degrees, four year degrees. But I only have two kids. <laughs> so <laughs> so that, how many children do you have? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that that's a product of, you know, both of my kids had an idea what they wanted to go do, and they went to different colleges. They both left Shadron for a while, maybe even got a degree, and ended up coming back to Shadron State when they sought their second degree. And what happened with both of them is basically they got degrees in fields that, I'm not gonna say sounded good, but I mean, there were good fields too, but mm-hmm. it ended up not being what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so both of the kids, and it had nothing to do with my encouragement, they finished the first degree, because they were close, and then both of them went and got a second degree in a field that they were truly interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, which happened to be teaching mm-hmm. in education. But uh, the lesson learned was, you know, they're going to college, they go to college, they pick a field, they pick a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't, it, you know, I don't know, I don't want to ding on different degrees that they that they end up getting the first time, but it's just not real employable right. 
You know, it isn't like they hire a bunch of those mm -hmm. specific fields that they were getting these degrees in. It was kind of one of those where you get a piece yeah. of paper and you have no skills. Right. Um, and I just, there again, I'm kind of that parent that it's your student loans. I, I, I'll help you maybe mm -hmm. through college with, with living expenses, but I didn't have any loans for them. Yeah. You know, I'm going to make them pay. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nobody pay, else paid my student loans but me. Parent plus loans can be, I can see them being kind of a tricky thing I, yeah. in that situation. It's, I don't want to dog it. No. Because, you know, for you some parents. You just got to know what you're getting into. Like, right. at, they're fine <clears throat> if you have the conversation and sit down and say, okay, I'm taking these loans out, but I'm only going to, I'm only going to float this boat for so many years. Right. Or I'm only, um, like, parent plus loans are very dangerous if you say, but you're going to have to pay me back. Don't do it. Don't do that yeah. game with an 18-year-old, you know, because money and family and that can get weird, and mm -hmm. and we don't we don't want to get ourselves into that situation. Right. I think only do it if you're really passionate about doing and, it. And truthfully, yeah. I can say this. I was a young parent for both of my kids, mm -hmm. and so, therefore, I didn't have a lot of money saved up for them, mm -hmm. especially my oldest. Yeah. You know, and so I, I get why there would be a purpose, but um, if I was an older parent and my kids were just now graduating high school, um, I, I might consider maybe come their junior year doing a parent plus to help mm -hmm. them out to finish school once I saw them. I, you know, I don't know how I would do it differently. Yeah. I just know at the time I, you know, I was a young parent mm -hmm. when, when both of my kids ended up going to college and I just we just didn't have a lot of fun saved up for them. You know, mm -hmm. who does that? The reality, it sounds right. good, but, right. you know. So. so I think it's really fun because these transition to college events, the first night what we did is we talked about college fit and match, right? Okay. Like we match with some degree options that we might like to do and, and the right opportunities. And then, and then the, what schools fit those? Yep, and then what schools okay. fit those and what schools fit the kids, right? Okay. Do they have dorms? Do they not have dorms? Because some two-year schools, you guys don't have dorms. And so the kids have to live in an apartment. Right. Uh, and that can be intimidating if they're not ready for that level of experience. Um, so we kind of just did a, a game with match and fit. And so it's hard to make a choice earlier, say like, you're going to go to this school because it's this price until you know what degrees they offer, what kind of right. environment they have. Do they have the sport your kid wants to play if that's, or a club or theater, if that's an option. Right. And then what they'll do is once you do the FAFSA and you send all that information to the schools, mm -hmm. they will send you back a student aid report and you can go through and say, okay, well, we definitely can't afford this. This is within you taking out your own loans or you doing it, or this is a little outside of it, but man, it's a good fit. And I feel really good about helping you in this. You Agreed. know, it's kind of interesting. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Do it. Okay, here we go. Let's go. Driving that bus today. Now, and I've heard you had this, this conversation before, but here's an example of fit. So mm -hmm. my example is I have a student, let's say I'm a high school senior, yeah. and I want to be, I was really inspired in our FFA program, and I want to be an ag teacher. Mm -hmm. Tell me what colleges do or do not fit for me in, in my field. Um, Lincoln, Lincoln, and Lincoln. No. I mean, a few others. As far as but... <laughs> do fit or don't fit? That do. That would so, fit. So, so why not? Why, why can't I go to Wayne State? Why can't I go to Shadron State? Why so, can't I go to Black Hill State? I know. The answer. Yeah, the answer is Nebraska is very particular about their egg education program. And there's other schools you can start at, but you have to finish right. at Lincoln. And so they have, we've got kids doing like a three plus one or a two plus two at other schools. But but you can't finish the degree at most of these state else. colleges, including Shadron State. Lincoln is the only school yeah. you can Maybe be. Laramie would be the other, like a University of Wyoming maybe. Yeah, but then you transfer Nebraska credits to Wyoming. 
overwhelming and right. it gets messy. Yeah. So there's an example yep. of fit. You know, you, you, you pick a career and then you try to fit it. Yeah. Uh, here's another example. Let's say I'm a college senior and I'm yep. really interested in computers mm -hmm. and I want a, I want a computer field. Not staying here. See, there's Not another Shattered example. State. Nope. In yep. fact, those are ones that two-year schools are probably doing a more aggressive, I a better so. job on the front end in yeah. those two years yep. of doing some of that. So, I mean, we got to tour uh, Western Dakota State up in Rapid City. Mm -hmm. um, I've stopped at the Milford campus at um, Southeast Community College. Um, they have really good computer they programs. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that would probably be a better fit Absolutely. if you had an interest in going into computers. It's like, why, why chase a four-year degree? Mm -hmm. When you can go yep. get the experience quicker, get get the knowledge you need from a what, what would be an associate's degree, basically. It takes some research. I had yeah. a parent ask me today too of, do you know if these schools have the specific sports team? And it changes that, every year. Yeah. Um, the sports teams are added and dropped and added and dropped based on funding. You just, I mean, really, how you find it out is you get on yeah. Google and you get to their sites and you pull up their yeah. departments. One of our parents who I know listens to these broadcasts, mm -hmm. we had a, a meeting with, um, and their student had already researched. They wanted to play soccer, they wanted mm -hmm. a smaller school, and wanted to go into this field, and they found a school that yep. fit all, all of these of things. And it's just amazing. And the kid did the work yep. um, and then presented it to us. And uh -huh. I know worked with you a little bit on, on doing the research on that. But there's an yeah. example of fit. So yep. if a student... If you kind of have an idea of a career where you want to go, then you need to fit the school that, that'll work for that. And then we come back to that money matters. Right. And we don't have to make the decision now and we don't have to like beat our heads against the wall about it. It is what it is. It's expensive. You're investing in yourself. I told parents last night, I think we terrify kids here at Shadron High School about debt. And I kind of am okay with it. <laughs> it the class is called personal finance. Right. And the kids do the Dave Ramsey program and they learn so much, but they come out of there. You probably don't know this. And they're like, I'm never having a kid. I'm never going to college. <laughs> kids <laughs> are they, too expensive. They know how expensive it is. So we, I tend to notice that we scare yeah. the daylights out of them in that class, but I'm kind of okay with it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. It is what it is. I, I get it. And there yeah. again, it's the reality of it, yeah. you know, and the upperclassman needs to start having these conversations so they can have these thoughts and get this research. Makes sense. So I'm gonna we're gonna play a game. All right. I'm gonna give you some true or false. Don't I don't think I gave you what? this, so you can't even look at okay. these notes. Okay, true or false, and we'll see how you do. And okay. we will all just judge you <sighs> mercifully. Judge away. <laughs> judge away. Okay. The FAFSA priority filing period begins on October first. It didn't used to. I was gonna ask you about that, mm -hmm. but I don't I don't recall five years ago that it was that case, but I think it it's October now. So I'm gonna go true. You're trying to weasel me out for information there. I see what you're doing, Mr. Because I was going to ask you about that yeah. when we were yeah, doing yeah. that. Well, I was like, why are they doing FAFSA appointments and, now? And but... we're judging you. True. You're correct. Ding, ding, ding. Score one. The FAFSA period changed. It used to be in the spring. It's now in the fall. And that's part of the reason why more scholarships are using it. Mm -hmm. They're interested in that information, guys. So we have to do it for our kids. You don't have to take loans. Don't take the loans if you don't want them or if okay. you don't need them. Um, but... October 1st. That's why we do our our meetings now in okay. October. So, okay. oh wait, question two. Financial aid is distributed to the parents. I'm going to go false. Ding, ding, think, ding. You're correct. Okay. Was, it makes sense that it go to the kid, to the student. It goes to the student. There you go. Um, typically, the college first applies grant or loan money towards tuition, fees, room and board. Okay. 
um, any money left over. And this is interesting, you guys. We have students getting refund checks from colleges. This is how so good our students are about getting money for college. They get it, and I mean, we help them a ton, and we want to help them. But um, this is a really fun story. I have a student, uh, a past graduate who's down in Lincoln right now, and getting a huge refund check check each semester mm. at Lincoln um, because that was a um, student who applied for as many scholarships oh. as you could. And then what I found out about this student is the first year they had to take out a loan to even get there, even with all their scholarships. But because they were a rock star in their department or they just proved that they're going to stay mm-hmm. there and get their major, said money just started flowing. All these different scholarships, opportunities, sophomore, junior, see, that's where the money really was at, is what I was told. There. I know there's truth for that. Just as, yeah. again, my youngest is 26. Um, but my son, that's exactly what happened to him, mm-hmm. took out a loan, went to Spearfish, Black mm-hmm. Hill State, took out a loan for $700 for the first year, mm-hmm. never needed another loan. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I might have helped here and there a little bit, but yeah. it's just. Um, there's what, more. Yeah, yeah. once you kind of get through, in fact, um, true story. Graduated, and, I, and he did pay for some of his tuition out of you know himself, saving yep. money in the summer. But uh, all I know is when he graduated with that first four-year degree, his entire student loan was seven hundred dollars. That's amazing. But then yeah. he went and got a second degree, and yeah. so yeah. much we the student that. debt went up. We do that sometimes. Okay. Hey, but I know it's true. Adolescence has grown. Absolutely. Weird. You know that's that's part of the learning. Yeah. Okay. Financial aid <laughs> is given out at the beginning of each semester. True or false? I don't know this one. I'll go true. True. Good. <laughs> Lucky guess. Generally, your grant or loan will cover a full academic year. In most cases, they will distribute it by semester. Break it apart by semester. Yep, okay. They will. So that's like why if you have money left to be paid right in August, there's like a pay date. Okay. And you have to pay by it or else they pull your enrollment. You're going home. Good to know. Some of them will do payment plans with you once you get there so i hate to say i'm dangerous this is parents this way i always say i'm dangerous in what i know because i'm getting kind of confident in some of these things and right about the time i get confident what happens yeah something's different change a game on me then they change that game on me okay um a student must have a bank account in order to receive financial aid Mm, i'll go false i don't know you don't think they need a bank account well they've got to somehow distribute the money though we're going to just give kids money without bank accounts. Yeah, we're going to write them checks. Yes, you're right. Ding. Seriously? False. Yes, it's false. You were you, trying kids, to get me to change my answer? I was trying. I want a perfect score here. Nobody's perfect. Uh, we're on the struggle bus. Well, I've just guessed them right <laughs> twice. So. Um, you don't have to have a bank account to okay. receive financial aid. They'll write you a check. Okay. They'll get you that money. I um, something there. Okay. We talked a lot about this word financial aid. So true or false, loans are a part of financial aid. Um, I have seen the FAFSA form, and I know loans are listed on, like, your maximum that you can take out. So that makes me, not that you have to take a loan for financial aid, but it's listed. So I'm going to go, yes, true. Poker race. True. You're right. They are financial aid, and this can be confusing. So Internet World needs to know this. When you get a financial aid package back, you're going to get scholarships. Yay. Yep. Grants. Yes. Free money. Pell. Yes, Grant. And then fi- financial aid part, still, it all looks like glorious. And then all of a sudden, unsubsidized and subsidized right. loans. loans. And then they add it all together. So let's say I get $10,000 in scholarships, 
a thousand in grants free, so it's eleven thousand, and then that five thousand loan, and all yeah. of a sudden it says, "Hey, congratulations, Lonnie Watson! You got sixteen thousand dollars in financial aid. You only need to pay ten more thousand to this private university to come." And that's but if you max out all the loans all the listed loans. as well. So that's deceiving. So make okay. sure you look at financial aid because your loans are in there. So whatever you have left is plus your loans. Right. So do they still list work study on the? They do. FAFSA? That we should talk about that because that's okay. confusing too. Yeah. Because they might say, so we've talked about $16,000. Maybe they give me $4,000 in work study and then they take it off the price of tuition. But work study is just a job. It's a job. It's in just college. a job. Yeah. It doesn't pay your tuition. Yeah. Work study is you working for the campus. You work and you get college. a check twice a month yep. for whatever food service you're working. Or but they don't apply it to your loans or your financial no. aid. I mean, it's just a check. It's a job. But it's isn't a that deceiving? Job. They put it on the yep. piece of paper and say, here's your package. Right. you got to know what you're doing when you look at those things. Agreed. Yeah. That's why I love to help kids look at them if, if you ever want to bring it in. All right. One, one more. Okay. If awarded loans through the FAFSA, you have to accept them. If they're on that aid oh, no. package. No, 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 no. You That's don't have false. to. Don't. Here's another thing. Fun fact on that. <clears throat> kids panic in April and they say, I don't know if I need this much loan or not. Right? Because right. in April, you might not know all your scholarships. Um, I tell them it doesn't really matter. You can accept them all now. Right or decline them all now, up through the time that the deadline is for loans, which is like mid to late August, you can change it all around. So I tell kids, don't panic. Either decline them all now or accept them all now, and we'll make changes later. Now, if you accept them all and you don't need them, you got to make sure you make the changes. So it's probably safer to start declining them. And then if you need them, re-accept later. And that's, it's gotten so easy. It's just like a click here, click here. Do you get a different... it's, again, it's been a while just as a parent since I've seen these. Do you get a different, you get one FAFSA form. Does it list the colleges on there? You, or do you get one for each college? It lists them on there. It so, lists them yep. on there, okay. When we do the FAFSA one time, you say, how many schools do you want to put in? You put them all in. And then let's say you add a school later you want to apply to that you weren't wasn't on your radar. We just add it to your FAFSA. Okay. So, okay. Yep. Okay. We add the schools to the FAFSA. And then the FAFSA gives your information to the okay. school. So when you do the FAFSA and you get this report that comes back to you with all the loans that you qualify for, mm-hmm. qualify for. The, congratulations. Uh, congratulations. You can get a loan. You win a you loan. You can get a couple loans. You get them all. Um, grants and all those mm-hmm. things are listed. There's still no decision needs to be made yet on what school you're attending or even no. if you're attending school. No. You're not out of anything at all right now. Just getting it done. You're just getting it done. Just getting it done. You're just getting more information to make that decision because money matters. Money matters. My wheels are spinning now too. Do you know, I talked to somebody, um, a president of one of our local banks last year. Do you know that banks will not touch student loans with a 10-foot pole now? Why is that? Uh, Just Just because it's an un... What did they tell me? This is kind of a non-guarantee. Non-guarantee. They're like, there's no collateral. There's no... It's a non-whatever loan. It kind of does make sense. And yeah. back before, you know, and I know banks over loaned or yeah. lent too much money with the housing and different things, mm-hmm. you know, years back that probably are a little more cautious yeah. because of that as well. Yeah, they won't touch them with a 10 okay. foot pole. So those kids that come to me in June and say, okay. I can't make this gap, um, will you tell me a bank that'll give me a loan? Credit union used to think about it, but that's you guys. I just tell those kids, yeah. sweetheart, you can't take $10,000 to go to the school. Let's right. look back at the options. Let's add a two year school in. Um, I have to have those hard talks. So yeah. I appreciate parents who continually have those talks with their kids because it's not always fun, but it's it's worth it, needed. 
What if worst case scenario, worst case scenario, you couldn't afford college that year after high school? Mm -hmm. Can you still do a FAFSA and apply again and maybe Absolutely. go a year after, a year after? Yeah, and I have great gap year programs, exactly. you guys. I So, so <clears throat> six years ago, I would never have ever told a kid to take a year off because I thought taking a year off meant they're never going to go back. And I still kind of believe that to an extent. If you're going to take a year off and like work your way up a, a department store or something like that, you might make too much money. You know, you might get in the flow too much to want to go back to school because once you make money, ooh, it's hard to not make money. Right, right. But um, I am such a huge fan of this program called AmeriCorps. So right. I want to plug this program for a little bit. AmeriCorps is a program where they commit nine months. Um, I'm a fan of a lot of programs. I want to talk military too. But nine months in AmeriCorps, if your kid's not military, um, nine months in AmeriCorps. Bye, game. Bye, game. Bye, bud. Uh, AmeriCorps will, they will take you out to California. Mm -hmm. They will train you for about four weeks. Mm -hmm. They will split you up, up in groups of about 12 people with a young adult as a lead. And you will go around the United States for six weeks at a time for these nine months. And you will work the in service what, projects. whatever they yeah. need you to do. You might be um, redoing trails at a state park like mm -hmm. Shannon State. You might be teaching disadvantaged youth in the Bronx mm -hmm. in New York City. You might There might be a hurricane in Puerto Rico, and then they ship you off to go um, help with the Red Cross. Like It have, is cool. Have we had Shadron High students join AmeriCorps? Not since I've been here. We've, okay. had, we've had the joining part. We've had the, the application part and the commitment part, and we've um, since I've been here, both students, close. I, we were this mm -hmm. close, and it's it's scary, you know, it's scary to commit to be um, mm -hmm. traveling for nine months away from your family, but these and, kids are protected, and they get money when they get out. Yeah. They give them a $7,000 around there, I could be wrong about that exact, but about $7,000, I think, when they get their next year to go anywhere they want to. So. Yeah, I'm going to completely pull you off yeah, do it. where your brain is at right now. So just today in the mail, and I, the general public probably doesn't know principals do this, so I got a verification letter in the mail mm -hmm. verifying that the so-and-so student that really graduated last spring, who has now joined the National Guard, was that student really in good standing and graduate mm -hmm. from you? So it's this verification form for the military. So when you're talking about AmeriCorps and serving, another way to serve mm -hmm. is the military, yep. the National Guard, and we have had huge benefits for our kids. Yep. And I know you can talk on that a lot more than I. I'm but pretty proud. I'm pretty proud of the last couple of years our kids. I'm re I really am too. And I tell you what, the military seems more to me on valuing kids, helping them get their education if they're willing and want to. Right. Um, and the, the training while oh you're man. in the military. Like yep. if you want to go into computers, mm -hmm. you want to go into cybersecurity or something, mm -hmm. There is no better training ground mm -hmm. than to go into the military and find those avenues where they can provide that training while yep. you're in. I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty proud of the kids we've had, and I, I think I probably know the one that you, you signed the other day. Oh, my heart just that was just today out that of was my this chest. Morning. Yeah. So cool, and especially if it's a student. I think AmeriCorps is the same way. AmeriCorps. Um, it seems a little scarier because you like you really leave for a while, but. These they have adults and role models, right. models and leaders, and they really they build leadership. And so, if you think that um, if we think a student maybe needs a little extra support, mm -hmm. I think those are good avenues. I 100% agree yeah. with that. And and we didn't really know about AmeriCorps until I don't know two or three mm -hmm. years ago. Yeah. And we saw a presentation on it, and then we had some students express interest mm -hmm. um, and come close. But yep. yeah, it just is a 
that again, if money matters, the mm-hmm. other discussions to have is programs like AmeriCorps mm-hmm. or or serving truly serving your yeah. country um, with the military. I just think to have it to do over for me, I I think I really would have leaned going a military route mm-hmm. and just getting that experience and yeah. the opportunity to travel and see things and just to me there's a cultural experience there too with yeah. kind of getting out of your hometown you still get meals every day mm-hmm. a place to sleep people taking care of you health benefits yeah um but so i i, I the one the other one i push um anymore is military mm-hmm. i just think it's, you know serving your country is number one yeah. it's the highest honor um, but the benefits for education itself afterwards with the GI Bill for you or members yeah. of your family is very, very big. There's some money, honey, there. There's if a lot money of money. matters, those are discussions. Can I get on a soapbox for a second? We'll do. Okay. Are you on your phone book today, No, by the way? I'm not, but I'm trying to sit up really tall. Oh, because you're taller than me I know, today. I feel, I feel like me. this is good. I got a good angle or something going on here. I gave you the swivel chair because yeah, I was yeah, little. I thought I, this I was higher. I wanted the tall chair. Um, I want to talk about money matters. And I was just thinking when you said, it popped in my head when you said like meals and rooms and stuff. I know college is expensive, but I do get a little bit frustrated when like that costs that much money. Like when people say room and board costs five or six thousand dollars, they're paying for your kid to live there. I mean, there's a cost to it, you guys. Like there's a cost to feeding your kid every day and to housing them. And I know we don't maybe feel it in the monthly mm-hmm. check like you will at, at college. But, like, I mean, it probably costs way more to feed and clothe. I mean, you're still going to clothe your children. but Well, and that's the assumption yeah. that the parents live in the same community as the college so yeah. the kid has a place to live. I get yeah. that. You right. know, that might be cheaper. But if you're the student, mm-hmm. good luck paying rent. I know. And meals. For $5,000. All the utilities yeah. that right. come with that for $5,000 a year or whatever, right. 2200 or 2500 yeah. a year. I mean, that's the bottom line. That's why you uh-huh. end up with some rental house with six different college kids oh, in it God. trying to split rent every which kids. direction. We had six kids in a three-bedroom. Don't tell my landlord in Chatter. That was not smart. Yeah, so, but but that's that that's the reality. That's mm-hmm. the money matters talk yeah. about living expenses, too. It's just true. I mean, there is, there because we always, I, I always try to get away from this idea of a full ride. Um, there's right, full right. tuition scholarships and there's scholarships you can get on top of that, but very rarely are schools giving out full ride because a full ride would mean that they're going to feed you for free and they're going right. to house you for free. And so I think that needs to kind of go out of our vocabulary. Agreed. We say yeah. full tuition scholarships and, and private scholarships that help pay for those extra things. Um, I want to talk private versus public here okay. real quick. Okay. This is national average, um, this is just per semester tuition. Community college just under two thousand. National average mm-hmm. for a community college. Public per semester national average. Now these guys are out of California, so this is everywhere. Um, just under five thousand a semester, so about ten thousand a year for okay. public. And this is just tuition, you guys. It's not room and board. And private seventeen thousand dollars a semester. That's a national average for a private school. My lord. I know, right? I know, and they'll give out more money. I mean, I really do think mm-hmm. they have more money to give in scholarships. But that's, if they want you, that's a big jump. Yeah. And then housing national average for for a standard dorm is this is per semester, so five thousand mm-hmm. um, dollars. That's probably around what you're gonna play for room and board altogether at Shattered yeah. State. That's how cheap our local school is okay. in Wayne State. Um, upgraded dorm and suite. Uh, students are having a hard time living with other people anymore. Do you know this is a thing? Uh-uh. Kids do not want to live in the dorms with a roommate anymore. 
Like, no. do we ever want to live and in you, a dorms with you a roommate? Get a choice? I freaking loved my college roommates, though. If they're ever watching <laughs> this, you girls rock. I got so lucky on that. Um, but apartment, yeah, about the same as standard dorm room. So okay. per semester, just right at five thousand um, dollars. So yeah, interesting. You got to pay more to live by yourself, though. If you can't live with a roommate, you're paying extra. Um. My true story in college is I think I was had my roommate from central Nebraska. Two or three weeks in, he was missing his high school girlfriend back home, mm-hmm. and he quit school. Yeah. So I ended up with no roommate, oh, and they didn't have lucky. anyone else. I ended up going the whole semester with a private room at the nice. cost of a double. Was like, Look at you. That's okay. lucky. That doesn't happen. I swear don't I didn't run him off. But. Don't run. Don't chase your roommate away. Enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, we also do um, – some roommate work with the kids when they're seniors and that book called now this is kind of alarming name it's called the naked roommate but it really is a great book so if you have a kid in high school i don't care if your kid's a sophomore right now freshman get the naked roommate and the naked roommate for parents it is such a fun book to read and it just has case studies of like let me tell you this story and then amanda it's so good and it's so worthwhile to read so those are just some costs man money matters Money matters. Money matters. Eight thousand seven hundred per semester community college. Public twelve thousand per semester. National average private twenty five per semester. It's a lot. We help kids get a lot of scholarships here. Um, we will keep working with students. And if you have any questions, I suppose just holler at us Good in our on. email. Mm-hmm. We want to really push this week. If you're listening to us on iTunes. Um, or any of the Podbean, um, any of the audio, if you could like and rate the podcast, maybe even comment, that would be amazing. We would love to get your feedback there, and it just helps us know that people are watching and get noticed on iTunes. So Subscribe or share. Let people know. Subscribe, share, let people know. doesn't have to be shat. This is not just shat in high school topics. Money matters Absolutely. everywhere. Well, that's National. where we found out some of the people that have contacted us or listened from out of state even. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, we've said this before, but like right now, we have three different cameras. We got, which way are we going first? Over here is Instagram. But screenshots it says Facebook. This. Down here is YouTube. And then when this is all done, it'll get uploaded to iTunes, Stitcher, mm-hmm. Spotify, all those yep. different outlets, Podbean as well. And what we found out is our our audience is all over. Our local audience is primarily on Facebook. We thank you for, for joining us. Facebook. Um, but we've noticed uh, people from uh, outside outside of Nebraska have been joining us uh, on the podcast and the audience yeah. quite a bit too. So Love it. Yeah. Love it. Like it. Share it. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next Tuesday at noon. Hopefully not 1220 like today. We're going to uh. get off that struggle bus eventually. We don't know when. But thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. Lonnie Watson, school counselor. Jerry Mack, school principal. Email us with any suggestions for future episodes. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.